0: Ridiculous!
1: Welcome to Ridiculous, an extensive look into the world of Harry Potter. I'm Samantha. I'm Julia.
0: And I'm Robin, and we're digging deeper into a world we love to learn more about the wizarding world. Okay, we're back. Hello, Hello, everybody. And this is it. This is the last part of the Weasley family.
1: All these kids, man, it
0: to a close. Do what?
1: I said, all of these kids.
0: Yeah, no kidding. And it's funny because when they talk about, um, you know, with Harry, there's like nine of them, and I go, "There's really not." I have to count. I have to think. I have to sit and think about it. Because who has that type of family? You know, unless you're on TV, right? Well, yeah, the Weasleys. Yeah.
1: But um like I remember seeing like a little like meme thing on Facebook, like what what if Harry had Lily's hair in James's eyes?
0: Like, and like yeah, no kidding, he fit as a, right counted in counted
1: him as part of the children.
0: Right. When did we have that other kid?
1: Like <laughs> where'd this one come from?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well it's just like when he when they stole the hair and said that he was a cousin Right. everybody was like oh lord another Weasley they just like okay whatever just went back <laughs> right. to married business Okay. alright whatever any exciting news not really still can't go back to work yes well I went back to work yesterday and people are rude Ugh. just so y'all know so how did gentlemen come in And he had his mask on, half-assed. Sorry, excuse my family-friendly. I mean, it was skewed on his face. It wasn't like it it was was covering his nose, but half covering his mouth. I was like, for crying out loud. So he wanted a faucet. So I walked out and then walked around past him to where I wasn't anywhere near him. And he followed me like, oh, Lord. So when I turned around to hand him the faucet so he could look look at it, he was on top of me. And I was like, sir, you're going to have to stand back. You've got to give me some room. I have a heart condition. And he went, fine. Turn around walked out the door.
1: <laughs> I was like, great. Cool.
0: This is how we're going to start coming back from vacation with an attitude? I mean, it, the, people have got to – we have been in this since February. So to sit and tell, oh, I forgot that there's social distancing. No, I'm not buying it anymore. You know better. Right, right. <laughs> you know better. And and I wasn't asking him to step back because I just didn't want him near me, which that's one reason. But the other reason is I don't want to get sick. And you should have enough respect for another human being to say, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Instead of having an attitude. Right. (sighs) People. I'm just ready for it to be over. I just want it to be over. I just want them to find a vaccine and let it be over. Let it be done with.
1: Yeah, Ohio is steadily getting worse. And like our governor, he like, okay, so Ohio has 88 counties. And each county is like assigned a color based on like like new new cases or deaths and what and whatnot. Right. Uh, so Monday, this past Monday when they started the color coding, there were I think four counties in the red and that triggers mandatory face masks for everyone for anything going on in that county. Okay. The next day the number went from four to seven. And I'm like, okay. And like the county I live in is like, is small and rural. So like we're, we're still kind of like in the yellow, yellow yellowy orange. So like we're not good, but not bad. But once you hit red, that's when it triggers the automatic thing. And right now, red is like the highest category you can be. But now they're about to add another category. (laughs) Like,
0: purple is the next category. I think face masks should be mandatory across the board. I don't care who you are. I mean, I have people who like I had a gentleman walk in today and he goes, I have a face mask in the truck. Do you want me to wear it? And I said, I would appreciate that. Yes. Thank you, please. But why, why? It's mandatory for North Carolina. It's, yeah, not, yeah, mandatory. Say, yeah, it's, it's mand- not mandatory per county. It's not mandatory per city. It's mandatory across the board.
1: Right. Yeah. Because every time we, we stop somewhere in North Carolina, we had to like put a mask on. Yep.
0: I had a couple coming today. She had a mask on. He didn't. So I told him he was standing at the counter. I said, you have to step back behind the line. And she goes, I told you, you should have worn your mask. <laughs> right. Listen. And he was husband, like, I don't like wearing it. <laughs> he said i don't like wearing it i said nobody likes wearing it right. that's not the point the point is we're trying to slow this thing down obviously weather has no effect on it cuz now it's hot and it's still right. spreading right so you know initially they were like oh it'll be like the flu and it'll be done once the weather gets hot uh no no nope people across the street today were having a yard sale did anybody have mask on nope And they were up close and personal. I sat there and watched them. I was like, y'all are so stupid. A friend of mine. There's no many. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's like you have all these people coming in to the shard sale, buying stuff, and then they're going home and they're in close proximity. And then they're going, I mean, you have no idea what you're bringing home to somebody. Right. A friend of mine wears
1: masks for everything. And yet, and he, he, he ended up being testing positive and he, he has a very, very mild case. But still he has a young child And his wife are at home Yeah And he wears a mask Everywhere he goes So evidently I mean yeah it sucks that the masks don't always work But it's better than
0: It's better than nothing
1: Right Better than being laid up in the hospital On a ventilator Exactly
0: exactly, Or dying Right Right (sighs) we'll be here all day (laughs) yeah let's move on okay ron and jenny the last two so i'll go with ron since he's older okay obviously he's male uh his birth was march 1st 1980 day i got married march 1st He's a wizard a pure blood his name nicknames he has ron Weezy by Dobby and One One by Lavender. I always, it sounded like she said Ron Ron in the movies. Maybe I was, that's what I, but anyway, it's probably the accent. <laughs> it, may, it may be. Um, red hair. He has blue eyes. He is tall, thin gangly with freckles big hands and feet and a long nose. He was almost as tall as the twins already. At 17, he was long and lanky. His Patronus is a Jack Russell Terrier. Uh, He's in Hogwarts. uh, He attends Hogwarts and he's in uh, Gryffindor House. He is affiliated with the Ministry of Magic, Dumbledore's Army. He was on the Quidditch uh, Hogwarts Gryffindor team. He is an oral or was an aur, or roar. Aurora, aura, or aura, or. Aurora. How do you say it? Or Aurora. Aurora. Or. <laughs> so sounds so okay, weird. Okay, so there,
1: there's a town actually just north of, of where I live named Aurora. So it's sort of like
0: that. Aurora. or, 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 or. I can't say it. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got a couple of quotes. Always the tone of surprise Ron to Hermione. That makes me sound a lot cooler than I was. That was Ron to Harry. Ron Weasley is Harry Potter's best friend and the youngest son of Molly and Arthur. The story of Ron's life is one of being overshadowed by his family and friends yet it is Ron's heart and humor that has solidified his friendship and given those around him the support they need to carry through. Tall and gangly, with bright red hair and freckles, Ron was a way of keeping things lighthearted that makes him well-liked. Despite occasional bouts of stress, he always played an instrumental role in Voldemort's defeat. And, through history may not, and though history may not remember him for for it as it will Harry Ron... Hunt. And though history may not remember him for it, as will Harry, Ron learned as he grew that it did not make him any less important. And this, I think Ron, Ron is my, Alec McGonagall is my favorite character, but behind her is Ron because I see a lot of myself in him, his quirks, and how he will always be thought of second. Right. And
1: like, like, like he has true middle child syndrome.
0: Correct. And he can never, it's always, you know, you know, Bill and, and Charlie are the oldest, so they're gone. So they're not there. But then you have Percy, who's always perfect. Percy. Percy. And then you have the twins who they always get attention because they're causing issues. And then Jenny, because she's the daughter. So Ron kind of gets it's like at the very beginning when Harry said, you know, she goes "Do you when the uh, trolley lady stops, do you want something from the trolley? And he goes, no, I'm okay," because he has a balled up sandwich. And he goes, what was the sandwich?
1: It was like roast beef or
0: something. like oh, I think it was corned beef, and he goes, "She oh. always forgets." I don't like corned beef, or the fact that she makes him a a, mar- a maroon sweater, but he doesn't he doesn't like the color maroon. And is it because he feels he can't tell her, or he has said something and she doesn't hear him because she's worrying about all the others? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, and I I see myself in that because. He'll just because Ronald just he'll be like, okay whatever, and just take it. And and he doesn't Harry doesn't treat him as second fiddle. Right. You know, he he's a strong support for Harry, but Harry always pushes him. Especially when he got on the Quidditch team and Harry so supported him. He was like, you can do this when you're on game you've got to get out of your own head
1: right and I, I think that that's one of ron's like fatal flaws like he just lacks confidence in himself and he could be yes. like, he could probably be as good at quidditch as Ginny is but he just doesn't have that confidence within himself
0: right yeah exactly and and we see him be very good at Quidditch when he's given a nudge, like, you know, the fleeces Felix Felicis, when he thinks he's drink you know, right when he drank that. And then the year prior, um, in the fifth in the fifth game when he was like, you know, it was kind of an accident, but it ended out being a happy accident for him. Mm-hmm. That gate that boosted his confidence, and unfortunately Harry wasn't even there,
1: <laughs> right? But I think too that may have also helped, like with Harry not being there, because then but you Ron have, didn't
0: know he wasn't there until afterwards, though,
1: right? And then and e- even playing on the same team, like Ron sees Harry, who's this natural born Quidditch player, like doesn't right. have to practice nothing. First time on a broom, he makes the team. And Ron been right. playing Quidditch with his brothers like since he was little. And he, I mean, he's not the greatest, but he's not the worst. And I think seeing Harry being so great that he's just kind of like, oh, well, I'm not nearly as good as Harry, who can do it right out the gate.
0: Right. And, you know, so Ron and Harry met initially on the Hogwarts express on their way to school. And they became very good friends quickly, but there was always a sort of jealousy that existed between them in which Harry was in awe of Ron's family and the knowledge of wizard of the wisdom world um, that Ron had. Ron was jealous of Harry for his money and his fame. However, despite feeling angry with Harry at times, such as when he thought Harry had deliberately entered the Triwizard Tournament or misled him in the hunt for the Horcruxes, Ron deeply cared about his best friend and overwhelmingly supported him, putting his life on the line several times and supporting Harry in the face of doubters. Harry knew this when he quickly forgave Ron each time he returned. And that's a that's a huge staple in anyone's friendship that you can get angry Calm down and then make up. Right. I think the Triwizard Tournament was the stupidest fight they have ever had. Right. Only because they were too stubborn to actually talk to each other. And it went on longer (laughs) than than it should have. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hermione. And then that just shows you Hermione's, you know, her as a friend stuck by Harry. Harry. Right. You know, Ron kind of dropped both of them and went and, you know, and hung out with his brothers during that time. Which, you know, it's wrong in the movie, but whatever.
1: Right. Movie's not canon.
0: Right. Uh, Ron also had another relationship which faced some growing pains over the years. His friendship with Hermione Granger, though attracted to each other for years, hint, 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 wink, wink. (laughs) The two showed this mainly by bickering. Ron certainly didn't step up when he had the chance to ask Hermione to the Yule Ball. For example, though he spent the whole evening envious of her date, Victor Crumb. In his sixth year, Ron came to the cold realization that Hermione had liked snogging Crumb and retaliated by getting involved with Lavender Brown. Superficial relationship soon fell apart, and though Ron continued to fear that Hermione would think him not good enough for her, they finally came around to each other just before the Battle of Hogwarts. I love the part where they're they're I think they're on the second level fighting, and Ron says, "Shouldn't we get the get the others?" And she goes, "What do you mean?" He goes, "The elves." the house elves shouldn't we save them and she drops all the basilisk fangs and jump literally jumps in ron's arms and starts (laughs) kissing him and harry goes is now the moment (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love that part because he's like really right it's not this is not the moment let's move it up come on
1: them too before before i, I get into Ginny, you like made me think of something that happened last night so like okay. as, I, as i've been talking like i've been playing trivia this whole quarantine with a group of people that i met through the swish and flick podcast group and last yeah. night we were playing this trivia so the questions like they, they weren't even like real questions the, the people hosting the trivia took like those fake made-up spells that are in the movie that aren't, like, canon spells? Like, yes. Lacarme and Inflammare and um, um, Arresto Momentum. Stuff like that. Okay, so what they did is they took those words and, like, somehow ran them through Google Translate through, like, different languages and then converted yeah. it back to English and then, like, we like read it like read out the the direct translations and then we had to guess what the spell was
0: oh my god it was
1: the most ridiculous thing we've we ever like like our, our team is like looking looking at each other on zoom like dumbfounded like what in the world are they doing
0: like yeah. where did you make that up at huh like, where did y'all guys make that up? I mean, is that even real?
1: Well, I, I that's guess what
0: I would have been thinking when they when they I would have been like, where did that come from?
1: Right. Well, like they they like took the spell. So we'll say arresto momentum. That's when that, that's what Dumbledore says when Harry's falling off his broom um, during Prisoner of Azkaban to like slow him down so he doesn't go splat. Okay, so they put they took arresto momentum, put it into Google Translate into like. Finnish or Dutch or whatever and then and then like ran and then transited it back to English and then took the words that that came out of it and people had to like guess what what the spell was using the now direct English translation of the original English word that's now Dutch or whatever.
0: Yeah, it was... Who would know that?
1: <laughs> Apparently not, not us. Well, like for some, like that's we, not
0: trivia. That's I, right. That's, that's not trivia.
1: That is not trivia. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Trust me. We like went hard on this team. We like, like, we were telling, like, we we were the only team playing. So afterwards, we sent them an email. Like, this is ridiculous. This is not trivia. Like, we're not playing. Yeah, that's not.
0: Yeah.
1: We're not playing you guys with trivia ever again
0: <laughs> yeah that's weird right <sighs> okay rant over. following following Voldemort's defeat harry neville and ron i didn't know neville wasn't that interesting were recruited by minister shekelbolt to be aurors <laughs> you got it yay and, yay and and seek out the remaining death eaters Ron also helped George run the hugely successful Weasley's Wizard Wheezes shop. Sometime between 98 and 2005, Ron married Hermione. That's a broad time frame. Okay. With whom he had two children, Rose and Hugo. And in the end, he got the fame he had desired ever since the Mirror of Erised showed him as head boy, and he got his picture on a chocolate frog card. By the time the cursed child came out, Ron had gained a bit of weight and is least least and is the least stressed of the adults. He passed a muggle driving test by confunding the examiner and gives jokes, presents to his niece and nephews. He has told his wife Hermani, the Minister of Magic, that she sees more of her secretary Ethel than him. However, when events are difficult, he stands by her side. Jenny and Harry he stands by Oh, beside, Oh, excuse me, oh, I didn't read the comma. He stands beside her, Jenny, and Harry, but retains his suspicions of Draco Malfoy even when they are working together. In one of the alternate timelines caused by the experimental time-turner, Ron is married to Padma Patil and has a son, Panju. Panju, I guess. However, underneath, he is still a little in love with Hermione. In another timeline, he and Hermione are on the run from a vicious Death Eater, although still not, still not admitting their love until they together face the Dementors. To save the Wizarding World, Ron joins Harry, Jenny, Hermione, Draco, and the two children, Albus Potter and Scorpius Malfoy, to, to defeat the witch Delphi. <clears throat> So,
1: I need to reread my, no, I need to find Cursed Child on like YouTube or something and like
0: listen to it.
1: I think reading it, Yeah, I
0: think that you get, yeah, you you read it and you have your own expressions in your head. Right. Versus probably how they, and I think, I think uh, Swish and Flick, the girl said that it's way different when you see it and you hear it with their expressions versus what you're reading.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause I don't know it, it, I struggled reading through it. I, th- I think because I wanted to read it as a book and not as like a play, which is awesome. It, it's a problem I've had like forever, like in high school, I hated reading Shakespeare and whatnot because like, I wanted to read it as a book and not as right. a play. Um, but I'm I'm almost certain there's like readings of it on YouTube, and I need to find and like listen to it, and then maybe I'll be more receptive to it. But as of right now, I don't like cursed child, not
0: canon. I I I like I like it, but I don't agree with Voldemort and Slick having a baby together. <laughs> I don't I don't agree with that. You can't, you can't have one mindset that says, "Oh, I've got these Horcruxes, and that, and therefore I will live forever." And I've even proved it because I did die and then came back, and then turn around and say, "Oh, well, let me go ahead and have an heir in case I die." Okay, then you're contradicting yourself, right? So that doesn't even work. So why would he even do that? That's just dumb. So that's how I feel about it. <sighs> Beautiful.
1: Anything else for Ron? Let's
0: see, yeah, let's let's do etymology. His birth name, Ronald Bilius Weasley. Ronald meaning Ronald, the name meaning Ronald is an old horse. I'm sorry. Uh, that's incorrect. I have to adjust my glasses. It is old Norse. Rog And it means having the god's power. Bilius meaning Bilious, one of the four medieval humors temperaments, indicating anger and peevishness. Wonder how I wonder how that wonder is that how they got Peeves' name? Ron takes his middle name from his uncle Bilious. The Weasleys' meaning it means like a weasel. Oh, that's
1: pretty straightforward.
0: (laughs) Well. Well, that's about it
1: alrighty hold on I'm trying to get one more thing here in the dock and then I will go paste alright so I have Ginevra or Ginny
0: which by the way I find absolutely beautiful I love that name Ginevra mm-hmm.
1: Ginevra Molly Weasley I don't, which one of the boys older is it Charlie no it's Bill Bill has Ar, Ar bill has Arthur's yeah, bill name. Arthur yeah I'm like yep. William Arthur okay so Geneva Molly Weasley is the youngest child of the Weasley family and the only daughter she was the first girl born to the born in the family for several generations Oof. um she was born August 11th 1981 to Arthur and Molly Weasley. So she was like two months old the first time Voldemort fell. Um, she started at Hogwarts on September 1st, 1992, the year following Ron and Harry, and was sorted into Gryffindor House like all the Weasleys before her. Um, Ginny is all at once savvy, snarky, and very self-confident. She once told Harry that she believes almost anything possible Almost anything is possible if you've got enough nerve. Order of the Phoenix. She said that in Order of the Phoenix and follows through on that belief. During her second year, she discovered Tom Riddle's diary among her school things and began writing in it. To her amazement, the diary wrote back and she started to confide in Tom Riddle's memory writing about how her brothers teased her, how she had come to school at second hand wrote and books and how she thought that Harry would never like her. She poured her heart out to the diary and told Tom's memory all of, all about Harry's story.
0: Can I interrupt you for a moment? Of course. Um. So here we just we learned about Ron and he doesn't have a lot of self confidence and you know he's has the middle child syndrome. Well, here, so Jenny, even though at the end of this, at the end of the books, is this very fierce person who literally has come out of her shell. But prior to that, even though, and you know, Molly doted on her. Yeah, um, of course. Because, you know, she was the last child and she was a girl, but she still had the same misgivings and the same issues that Ron had. She had no confidence whatsoever. You know, she, you know, Harry will never like me. You know, I, I have to come to school with secondhand robes and books. So even though, and even though they're two different people, they're close in age. Oh. They never Robin? talked.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, like you—you you like what? went out there for a second.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I just. Um, Both um, Ron and Jenny suffered from that same lack of self-confidence. Right. And I think it took Harry Potter, or at least them going to school, for them to discover both. Or for them to discover their self-confidence and to come out of their shells. But I, I wonder if they had... He, like, he, you know, he probably didn't talk to her because, well, it's my little sister and my mom loves her more than she loves me and blah, 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 blah. And she was probably like, well, he's my older brother. He doesn't, you know, all the other ones tease me, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, I, you know, if they had talked prior to going to school, maybe they could have helped each other out. You, right. you know what I'm saying?
1: It, so, they were only a year apart. So it's not like there's this big gap. Right. Like, my sister and I are four years apart. So there's a, definitely a, not a generation gap, but like a growth gap or something. So like right. things yeah. like I was experiencing, like, you know, I was in high school already and my sister's still in middle school. So.
0: Yeah, that's what it's with me and my brother. We're five and a half years. So, yeah. I just think it's funny that both of them had that going into school, had that. You know, no no self confidence whatsoever.
1: Right. Well, and and I think too, part of it is like they both had you know older siblings who played significant roles at Hogwarts. Right. true. Bill yeah. was head boy. Charlie was a, a Quidditch star. Um, Percy was a prefect. You know, almost head boy. And then you have Fred and George. You know, are the school. He was footballs. a head boy.
0: Percy. Yeah, he was a head boy.
1: Well, He was a head boy when when Ginny started. But he was still oh, a I see pre- what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. still a okay. prefect when yeah. when Ron Ron started. So like yeah. they're they're okay. coming gotcha. into school already in the shadows of their brothers.
0: True, right.
1: Cuz even the twins even though they're they're the school goofballs, they're still, you know, big big quidditch players and <laughs> I I think they're, like, walking in with that heavy uh, burden of expectation until they both kind of, like, find their own like niche.
0: Right. Yeah. So.
1: Okay. More about... um, Okay. So, yeah, Ginny was telling Tom Riddle's diary all about Harry, which is how Tom Riddle was able to trick Ginny into opening the Chamber of Secrets and get Harry to come well, Harry wanted to rescue her. Um and was almost they were almost both trapped in the chamber. That would have been a horrible end to the series. Right. Toward the end of the fall of nineteen ninety five, which was Ginny's fourth year, Harry, along with Fred and George received a lifelong Quidditch ban from Umbridge for attacking Draco Malfoy after their game against Slytherin, although their bans were lifted right after Umbridge was removed from Hogwarts, Ginny tried out for the team and became the new seeker. Although, she admitted that Harry was a better seeker than her and that she preferred playing as a chaser and scoring goals. I don't blame her. I'd rather be in on the action, too. Uh, despite being perpetually too young and overprotected by her mother, Ginny also flatly refused to be left behind either when Harry took off for the Department of Mysteries or when Voldemort announced his intention to attack Hogwarts. She she was the one who actually came up with the name Dumbledore's Army for right. the secret gatherings. the DA. Um, she was a wicked mimic, skewering everyone from Umbridge to Floor to her brother Ron. I love when she's like making fun of. I mean, it's horrible. She shouldn't be making fun of Floor, but I think it's funny.
0: I like when she does when she does umbrage and she's hum hum. And everybody was like, "What the?" From <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> um, her first meeting with him, Jenny was quite taken with Harry, and according to her, it was a romantic interest she never lost. Relationships with Michael Corner and Dean Thomas didn't work out. And when she finally caught Harry's eye, it was for good, which happened in Half Blood Prince, so Harry's sixth year. Um, they be- and they began dating, and although separated for a year while Harry hunted down Voldemort's Horcruxes, they eventually rekindled their romance.
0: After leaving Hogwarts, well, that romance, huh? Well, I was going to say I don't that romance never actually dekindled.
1: right? But like they I mean, were able he to like broke start up fresh. With her-
0: Right, but he broke up with her to protect her. But they both still
1: right. They both loved each I mean,
0: other. Exactly, they sure did. They loved each other.
1: And it's it's like kind of like one of those two, like 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 you know, two people belong together, but they're like both oblivious to it.
0: Like, yes, okay. it's like Friends. Ross and Rachel. He's her lobster.
1: Right. Like, just come on. Probes. If you don't
0: know that reference, if you don't know that reference, get HBO Max and just watch Friends.
1: Um, (laughs) after leaving Hogwarts Ginny went on to play Quidditch professionally for the Holyhead Harpies later retiring and settling down as a Quidditch senior editor for the Daily Prophet which better allowed her to care for a family Ginny married Harry Potter and she and Harry have three children James Sirius, Albus Severus and Lily Luna who made both their parents and grandparents proud Ginny is currently the editor of the sports pages of the Daily Prophet by the time their son Albus is in his fourth year at Hogwarts, which should be next year. Cause he would have started in twenty eighteen. Twenty twenty so yeah, next year. Yeah. Um so and Ginny's Patronus is a horse. And I found this about her Patronus. Horses represent power, nobility, freedom, and vitality. People with a horse as their patronus are usually stubborn and individualistic. They know what they want and how to achieve it. They have stable personalities, but can also be very passionate and caring. They have strong social or familial ties and will always stick up for those they care about. I think that's cute. Um, I do too. And then so the etymology, Ginevra is the Italian form of Genevere. Genevere was, of course, King Arthur's wife, and her name means fair one. And then this quote, cute little quote from Ginny. Yeah, the DA is good. Only let's make it stand for Dumbledore's army, because that's the ministry's worst fear, isn't it?
0: See, she come she came out of that shell, and just became very fierce. Right. You know, I like when they um, – Harry is going into Umbridge, uh, Umbridge, Umbridge's office to contact Sirius and Jenny is cutting off one side of the hall and says, you can't go down there. <laughs> Somebody let off some garage gas or something and the kid who says – well, I don't smell nothing. She says that's because it's odorless. But if you want to go ahead and go down there and get a whiff of it and die, and I'll have your corpse <laughs> to show the next person. I mean, just I know, she just... took like she took everybody's personality from Bill, Charlie, Percy, and the twins and just wrapped it up into herself. Right. And plays off of what she needs to get that job done. That's what I, I, re- I like about her. You know, she was observant of her older brothers and took what got things accomplished and and uses all of it. So I thought that was pretty good.
1: Right. And uh, and, uh, I guess she like, like feature wise, I guess she's pretty similar to Fred and George. Yeah. So she could probably. Yeah, it says when her jaw is set, her facial resemblance to Fred and George is striking yeah cute. All right, Book Jenny
0: or movie Jenny. Oh book Jenny. Oh yeah 100 the percent. They like yeah, they just don't give her enough time. and I get that. I understand that she is a secondary character. I get that. they just don't give her enough time
1: right in the and they like I mean
0: in the movies
1: they like I don't want to say dumb down because that's not the right word, but like over her
0: character. Yeah,
1: like yes, she you know she's a strong, powerful female, but let's not dumb that down.
0: Uh, like in the book, there was a there was a conversation between her and Hermani, and Hermani had said something about Quidditch, and Jenny came right back at her, and she was like, "Don't sit there and and act like you know anything about Quidditch, and you don't. You right. don't know what you're talking about. So back off." Right, and you know her Hermione was kind of like what really were, you know, were the two girls were supposed to be. No, Jenny doesn't play that. Right. If you're wrong, you're wrong. And they, you know, you didn't get that feel in the movie. It's just like Ron in the movie. He's, I they, they play him dumber than he is in the book.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Because and he's like the comedic factor.
0: Uh, right. And the thing about in the book, um, he gives information to Harry and to Hermione who had, because they're both muggle born. Well, yeah. You know,
1: raised by muggles. So,
0: well, raised by muggles. Um, so Ron in the book actually gives more information than, than they give him in the movie. Like in the movie, Hermione will give you the information or that one That one black kid, I don't even know who he is or there's some random black child and he would get, you know, I think it was in the third book in the third movie. He would like give information and you were like, who are you? But most of the time it was information that Ron would give to Harry and Hermione and they took it away from him and gave it to other people to give that information. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? He's not stupid. Right, but they played him that way in the movie. Right, which they, absolutely they made irritates me. Irritates whole comedic me. Factor. Right. Yeah. Oh, anyway, what are you going to do? Right. Talk to HBO about <laughs> doing <laughs> a series, of seven-year series. Brothers. <laughs> you have a platform now. Uh, film that bad boy
1: right i'm gonna need the entire harry potter series as a tv series
0: (laughs) yep and then they could do the cursed child just tack that right onto the end so it'd be an eight year series
1: right and you know what while you're at it toss in some marauders
0: Oh, there you go. Well, you'd have to. you should have to do the Harry, and then do the or you could do the Marauders first, do so a prequel, then do the Harry Potter, and then do the curse child. You Could do that, right? <sighs> all right T. History of magic. Do you want to do history? You want me to do it? No, you, you want do, do it. it. You do it. We'll switch it up. Uh, all right. So this is barbarous Bragg... Becomes chief of the Wizards Council. Bragg's tenure is marked by boorish actions, including the introduction of cruel snidget hunting into the sport of Quidditch. This was in 1269. It is dated in canon. The rival of the Golden Snitch. in which the introduction of the golden snitch to the game of Quidditch is described and the eventual replacement of the bird with the golden snitch. And that is Barbarous Brag.
1: Huh wasn't a lot to that, was it? That's a short and sweet. Well short and sweet. All right, social media. Be sure to join our Facebook page, Ridiculous Podcast, page, and our group, Ridiculous Podcast Group. We're gonna have to switch that
0: up because that's a whole that needs that needs to be fixed. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's a whole mouthful. Um, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Ridiculous Pod. You can follow me on Instagram at jstjohn John You can follow Sam, who hopefully will be popping in soon. On Instagram at Samantha D. Goddard.
0: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Running My Pups. Also, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Next week, oh, we haven't decided what we're going to discuss next week. It'll be a surprise. Um, it'll be a surprise. So just stay tuned so you can be surprised. <laughs> so thank you for listening, and we hope you come back for more Potter. We do not need magic to transform the world. We carry all the power we need inside ourselves already. J.K. Rowling. Go be freaking so, kind. Go be freaking kind. Wash, wash your face. No, <laughs> no wash your wash hands. hands. Don't, touch. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Wear a mask. Right, wear a
1: mask, please. I want to go back to work.
0: Yeah, wear a mask. T- stay six feet apart. Right. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Have a good week. Later. Bye, everyone.